And hello, everyone, and welcome to Super Gamecast. Uh, hey, I'm going to throw it over to Bronson Fiore. How you doing, Bronson? Hey, I'm your host, Bronson Fiore, joined by the always awesome Aaron Reynolds. I am here. I am joining. You are joined. You <laughs> are joined. you are one with us. Yep. And then we we have our HR ninja, Jesse Pewitt. Hello. Hi. Catch hands. <laughs> Catch a lot of hands. We caught a lot 20, of hands. Shit. Twenty-five hits of hands on that one time. Right. Oh. <laughs> and then finally, back from her vacation, our lovely moderator, our mod mommy, if you will. <laughs> Emily Holslander. Emily's back! I I have missed you guys so much. Good lord, it feels oh. like forever. I know. Mm-hmm. It's been, it does. It's it, been like two it, weeks. It's been two any, weeks. Anytime, anytime anyone misses more than a week, my brain just can't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's unfortunate, but it's the truth. Um so yeah. Um Alright, I'm turning the music off. Good music. We, 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 we've, been, we've been introduced. It's over. Finishing this. Do you know who we are? Do you really know? I know this is true love making. Okay. Uh huh. This Got is it. tuna with bacon. <laughs> this <laughs> is tuna with bacon. This is yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> uh, so we talk about video game news here. Mm-hmm. And video games in general. Yeah, yes, we, we do. We just played uh, two hours of Street Fighter Six, and God, that was fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. fun. It was so good. Turns out I that game's just, still cool. That game is fucking incredible, and it's the most fun I've had with a fighting game since Dragon Ball Fighters. Man, it's so yeah, it's really been something. So take that how you will, but take that <laughs> how you will. Like that, man, it's so good. It's so good. Just, I can't, st- <laughs> like, it has stopped me, like, I've been playing a bunch of other video games recently. Yes. It, it has single-handedly stopped me from playing every other video game I have, mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. Man. Like, it, it is, like, like, I have Final Fantasy 16. it's cool, it's a good game, I'm ten hours into it. Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Yep. Street Fighter. Uh, yep. Have you heard about Street Fighter? <laughs> I, you know, like, I have, have a bunch of stuff to- Savior, Street Fighter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Our one true god, Street Fighter. Uh huh. Oh god. <laughs> Actually, my one true god is Dragon Ball Fighters, but it's it's going through a time. Dragon Ball Fighters is Ugh. going through a time, and that rollback is gonna come at some point. When is we have a beta this spring? I don't know. Yes. It's summer. It's summer as of this past Wednesday. Yep. <laughs> yep. You're not wrong. God damn Bummer. it. Well, until then, we can read the video game news. How about that? We can, and man, there's a lot of it. Like, holy shit, this FTZ trial. What is going on here? Oh, buddy. A lot. A, a lot, lot is happening. Um, so I, I am not up to date on uh, what's going on uh, with these filings, so I'll be learning a lot of this uh, as we go. Oh, okay. So, like, Microsoft has, is obviously contesting the lawsuit with FTC because they're like they're saying, mm-hmm. "Well, we are competing. We are doing stuff." Yep. And of course, you know, their emails are getting subpoenaed, as is one to happen with this kind of shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of that, a bunch of news is coming out. Okay. Well, like, hey. 
no surprise, but Microsoft wants to put PlayStation out of business. <laughs> I I know this is a shocking revelation to everybody. So, oh, yeah. Like, there is a lot of talk, and again, it was coming from Microsoft primarily, but um, uh, of like, and I think it's true for a lot of people who who work within these organizations of like. Look, we're all just trying to earn a paycheck, and it's good to have competition in the industry. But for the businesses, for the organizations, the people at the top, like it's about domination. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. that they what they care about is as much money as possible in a shorter time frame as possible, while spending as little money as possible. Yes, and to do that, not having competition is important. Yes. So. And it, it it it's shitty, yeah. Um, you know, because uh, I I will always remember this quote from Jim Sterling till the day I am dead, most likely. But it's not about making money. It is about it's about making up a profit. It's not about making money. It's about making all of the money, mm-hmm. every bit of money, yeah, that you could possibly ever make, and even some that doesn't exist, <laughs> and. You know, it's leads yeah, to a lot of problems, but that's just what it is. That's what uh, doing business uh, that, is, and it's, it, it's true for the video game industry. Uh, well, yeah, and it's the it's the nature of it, you know it's the nature of a a stock market, right? Like that's right. the you like, answer you to constant, shareholders. You know, you and what do shareholders want? They want fast, easy, safe money. Right. That's at at the end of the day. That's that's what they want. Sucks. Uh, cause a lot of bad decisions happen, um, yeah, because of it, yes. but that's just until we figure out a solution to that. Uh, I, I mean, that, that's how Xbox got itself in this place. Like it was during the 360 generation, at least in North America, it was like 360 just dominated, mm-hmm. but you know, fast forward one generation later and then no one cares because shareholders told them TV, TV, TV. TV. Yeah, was that that was because of shareholders, right? Like, there's no way. Like, Don Matt, like they wanted to get a broader audience. What gets a broader audience? Obviously, television. You would think, not right? really. Like, yeah, that, that that had to be the reason. It wasn't just Don Matrick like was watching TV and says everyone should be doing this. Yes, it, it was. They 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 got. They saw the audience of the Wii. They saw the audience of Connect, mm-hmm. um, which both did super well. Like you can't deny that both those things did great. Uh, um, the define well for Connect. It sold well. It sold, it sold well. really, really well. Um, Is that because you know, it was bundled? No, the, the no. I'm talking about the original Connect. The like, oh, okay. when you buy that thing did really, really well. And what the the lesson they learned from it was people really want this but i owned a connect and there was like three good games for it mm-hmm. and those experiences were really cool and you can do some cool stuff with it but it like you know and uh, to be fair it was the fastest consumer electronic ever when it launched fastest selling like it, it outsold the iphone relative to that time of year i just remember it not working well and not having good games I remember it having a good game. <laughs> so. I remember it being in Paranormal Activity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the one who wins. Um, 
It was uh, so, Connectimals. It was that Double was, Fine. Double Fine tried to make something good out of it and just decided to make a game that was... It's not even a game. It was like a toy box, and it would be fun. It, at its most fun when you broke the Connect. I mean, yes. Like, yeah. That, impressions of that thing from a game's perspective, not great. It's D4 mm-hmm. is really cool, and... D4 is really cool, and Dance Central is also really cool. Sure. And that's kind Dance of the Central, extent yes. of... Yeah, that's, that's why I bought one. That's why I played the living shit out of mine. Mm-hmm. But like that was kind of the game for it, is you played Dance Central on it. Right. Um, you know? Uh, but yeah, so, th- so they got... And then, you know, that decision of chasing that broader market, because, you know, the Kinect did sell really mm-hmm. well... The, mm-hmm. You know, made it so they went all in on that, and it bit them in the ass. Yep, it sure did. I mean, that, very similar to how Sony is still punished for the cell broadband engine. Uh, Microsoft is going to be punished for the the mistake of that one press conference. Right. Right. It is. It is literally something that's going to be in their future forever. Ugh. Um. So, yeah. But this FCC filing came out. Yes. And man, there, there's like there's all kinds of shit in here. Like Microsoft was looking into buying Sega, Zynga, fucking uh, like they, they were looking at a bunch of different companies, right? Yeah. Like they, you know, to be more competitive, and. Matt Booty even says at one point, hey, we have a real chance to, like, get ahead of our competition, and it would be a big mistake not to. Google is years out from being in the game space. Microsoft or uh, Amazon is in the game space, but failing miserably. Yeah. Um, is basically what they said. And they're, they're right if you've looked at the status of Lost Ark recently. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but... So, you know, it'd be a mistake not to go... The only competitor we really have for the market we're going for is Sony. Mm -hmm. And if we don't jump on getting all these studios now, getting ahead now, um, we could be in trouble. Uh, They nearly bought Supergiant Games. Yeah. Interesting. They nearly bought Nexon. They nearly bought Warner Brothers. uh, They nearly reacquired Bungie. Yeah. Which, uh, Which, huh. That'd be hilarious. Weird. Um, but yeah, they nearly reacquired Bungie. They nearly reacquired Square. Lots of nearly. Yeah, they they just decided not to for one reason or another. Okay. Um, a, a lot of it came down. I, I think the Japanese ones come down to the. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but buying a Japanese company as a foreigner is the world's biggest pain in the ass. Apparently, right. right. Which is yep. a, which is why they didn't do it. Um, why didn't they buy Warner what, Brothers? I wonder. What, I wondered that too. Like you, you would think that owning Mortal Kombat would be huge, and like you would also own all the Batman games at that point. Yes. You know, like that's Man. yeah. But um, Microsoft showed willingness to pursue Japanese companies and especially Sega, apparently. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, yeah. 
that made sense. And there were a bunch of rumors floating around that they were going after Sega. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, we believe Sega has a, a built a well-balanced portfolio of games across segments and global uh, geographic appeal and will help us accelerate Game Pass both on and off consoles. Which, I mean, they were right. And I guess they must have signed a deal or something because tons of Sega games are on Game Pass. Hmm. Uh, but... Yeah, so, um, let's see what we have here. Um, and then, you know, Bungie vehemently denied reports that Microsoft wanted to acquire it, Hmm. which is hilarious. Um, and then only for it to come out in documents that it was true. Yeah. And while not a one-to-one comparison in the Bobby Kotick interview in May, he said the company never had a s- systemic issues with harassment, that these are mischaracterizations. Obviously, no, that's not true. Holy shit. Holy shit. Um, Why do they keep letting that man talk? Because <sighs> um, what are you going to say no to the dude who's head of the company? And the company keeps growing and making money, and that's what they care about, unfortunately. Ugh. Capitalism, baby! It's just... I'm surprised that what he's been saying does not result in in uh, drops, but I guess a lot of people aren't paying attention to the industry side of things. So no, they're 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 paying attention to is the new Call of Duty good and can I buy it? Yeah, can I get my Candy Crush add-ons? Can I, you know, Call of Duty's doing well, uh, World of Warcraft's doing well, Diablo Four people have been playing it like crazy. Yeah, so they that's that's what they care about is the moolah. Well, yeah. it's it is gross and a bummer, but I understand it. So anyway, um, going on from that, uh, the trial showed that companies like Xbox drum up anticipate, uh, try their best to drum up anticipation for products they're not sure of, which no surprise there. Um, let's see, um. So we often have conversations that I'll say the 16-year-old in Mumbai who had heard of Halo but probably doesn't have the ability to play it today. That's where we think streaming presents a real opportunity. Uh, they go over talking about X, xCloud a lot. They're, like a they're lot, really a lot. pushing that cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. You know. Um, so he's... He says in a comparison, uh, Phil Spencer wrote in an email, we are exactly like Polaroid, comparing Xbox to film photography, saying that both are struggling to grow in market size. He and Xbox Cloud Gaming executive Catherine Gluckstein spoke frankly about their cloud gaming services shortcomings. He likened mobile gaming to digital photography, and now he saw both markets growing at a rapid rate. So. Okay. I I mean it's true because like if you're in the you know if you're in a third world country like or you know or a country like Mumbai or like Brazil where they're absurdly expensive then yes buying a console or a PC is expensive and kind of a pain in the ass but you have mobile phones and those mobile phones can play games yes you know true and that's you know that's how they want to do that so if they can make it work. Um, let's see, especially uh, Chinese players who are playing free-to-play games and casual games, Xbox doesn't have much to offer. 
uh, Xbox's core is stuff like Halo, but the core isn't growing. Mm-hmm. I I don't necessarily think that's true. Like, because like those free to play games, like a lot of those big free to play games are like super sweaty try hard games. You know. Okay. I don't know, but is what it is. Uh, the other part of the narrative has changed depending on whether it's regulators and quarter journalists. Um, who, which it's about the console wars. Uh, whose importance to Xbox differs depending on the audience. In 2020, Xbox told me uh, that the strategy was to reach gamers where they are, whether that was on Game Pass or PC. But these internal documents and testimony, Xbox admitted it would like to sell games exclusively on Xbox consoles. It started to bundle these titles on Windows to grow revenue. That's not something Sony does, he said in court. Bill Spencer. Hmm. I mean, yes, it's they, you know, that like, yes, they, they knew that they weren't selling Xboxes with games. And they're like, well, we might as well make money off of these games. Right. Mm-hmm. But on the other side of that, like, I mean, if you had a good enough game, people would buy a console for it and not a PC. Yep. Like, that's that's the thing. Like, that. I I bought a I bought an original Xbox to play fucking Halo Two because Halo Two wasn't going to PC even though I was playing a ton of Halo One on the PC. Mm-hmm. That's how that shit works. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. Well. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's there's a lot of this. Hold on. Okay. All right. there's more there's more it makes microsoft look super good i know it makes them look (laughs) like a benevolent and loved company by all i'm sure Uh, um (laughs) it's made me very happy i've been playing my playstation a lot the past couple weeks (laughs) Uh, sure um so just anyway keep getting those wins yeah no that's that's all they do is win 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 (laughs) Um. So yeah. So let's see what we got here is in a panel earlier this month, X, Spencer echoed the saying Xbox's strategy: we're going to focus on allowing player choice, but the console is the core of how people think. Um, and then Xbox trying to play all sides here; it's changing its tune depending on who's asking. The FTC, the FTC trial gave us a unique look at what's truly going on according to internal documentation. Microsoft executives saw their growth slowing and sought to build out a compelling way to reach mobile gamers via cloud. And this fucking this article, cloud, cloud, and more cloud. I mean, that's what they've been doing. Like that's we yeah. we've, we've known that for a while now. Is they are so huge on cloud, and they're like pissed that the UK regulation group was halted the deal because of cloud. New and, yeah. and like new monitors are starting to come out with Xbox Cloud Gaming on them, and I'm like, why? Why would you do that for a PC monitor? Right. Uh, because you have a shitty PC is why, and you can't play a lot of games on it. Like you're I buying think a, like, like eight hundred dollar monitor, I think you're gonna have a PC that can drive that thing. Yeah, see, that's that's the dumb part. Like they, that should be on like those hundred and thirty dollar Acer monitors. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like that's that's who should be building that in. Like, mm-hmm. but you know. Because like yes, I I agree with you. If it's if it's a nice monitor, then yes, why would you ever do that? Uh, 
So and yet, um, so going forward though, uh, the FCC trials give us a unique look. Sought, they sought to build out a compelling way to reach mobile gamers uh, using cloud gaming. When the UK regulator uh, cited it, they were like, "Hey, uh, cloud, what the fuck?" But it's internally feel that hardcore gamers only give cloud a try, and even then, might not care. I mean, that that's true. True. That that's that, that that's a hundred percent true. Um, everyone here, it, does anyone here use cloud gaming in a meaningful way? Uh, I played I played cloud gaming to finish Skate Three earlier this week. Why didn't you just install it? It's like seven gigs. Uh, because it's it was easier to just hit the play button and it played. And I didn't I, suffer uh, from any lag because I'm on fiber. Okay. Even on fiber, I can definitely notice the lag. I, 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 I didn't notice the lag for Skate 3. I don't know what to tell you. It really depends on the game for it me. It depends on the game, for sure. Mm, fair. Like, I'm not going to go play DMC over, over cloud gaming or yeah. Kingdom Hearts over cloud gaming. I, but... I, I, I tried playing DMC over cloud gaming, man. That was real rough. <laughs> that sounds brutal. Yeah, it was... I, I was Well, because, like, that's the use case scenario, right? Like, I'm like, all right, well, let's really test this shit. And mm-hmm. it, it like the only game I've been I've been willing to enjoy in a normal fashion during cloud gaming has been um, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Mm, sure. Um, and that's because hey, it's turn based. Yep. Yep. So. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to improve that in in the environment that they want to improve it in, which is phones, like. Good fucking luck. Right, and like, uh, you know, that third world country example they give is like, yeah, that is a good example. That's that's a perfect example of a hard, like a hardcore gamer doing cloud, benefiting from cloud, but... How, how are you going to make it? Right, like... Make uh, a bunch of turn-based games. Yep. I mean, they did get Persona on that service, and the Persona 3, they are co-marketing it so maybe mm-hmm. yeah maybe that's their plan that's not at all the plan. weebs yeah uh, um so like you said the uk voted hey this is this is totally a reason to not do this uh so <laughs> yeah yeah uh, going forward and then uh if you're the only hard claims you cloud try and even then, they might care. And even Microsoft, though, lags behind its competitors. It's fully intent on spending its way to the top, similar to what it tried with Mixer and its $10 million contracts to lure Twitch streamers. Mm-hmm. And here, Kick is being more successful than Mixer ever was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, the, the, way, the way Kick's uh, business plan works, it makes sense. Yes. Uh... Yeah, the case continues Thursday. This uh, this judge is set to make a decision this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's that's the first bit of it. Uh, I've actually I had to go, actually go dig through multiple news stories to find like the proper everything for this. Really? Yeah, because there's just so much of it. Ugh. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So thank you for your service. Yeah, I didn't even find everything. So you're, uh, <laughs> awesome. there's a lot. There's a lot. I'd like they came out of this. Yeah. So 
Let's get and like stuff that they revealed stuff from like from Sony that like other people like didn't expect, right? There was some stuff that was poorly redacted out of Sony emails about like how much they spent on on uh certain games like The Last of Us 2 and I don't remember what the second game was, but Sony was not thrilled that that was released to the public instead of being redacted. Oh. It was so bad they had to pull off everything that they posted to re-redact things. <laughs> wow. Okay. You know, if you'd just be open about things, you wouldn't have to worry about this. And <sighs> most people probably wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't see why it's such a big deal. Like, we knew that those things were expensive. Yeah, like we, the, the Last of Us Two was the most technically impressive game the year it came out. Mm-hmm. I knew mm-hmm. it costed a lot of money. Yeah, I was not under the impression. Oh, The Last of Us Two is cheap. Yeah, it was like fifty dollars, right? That's how much it cost to make. Uh, yeah, yeah. But again, does this make sense from like a business end rather than the consumer end? I mean, yeah, because like uh, you know, I I think being open with your consumer is almost always beneficial. I would think so, but again, uh, people don't operate necessarily with a consumer in mind when it comes to running a business. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Which is very weird. I By the way, I know it's not saying much, but we're the number one podcast on Kick. At yeah, this I was looking. Level. <laughs> 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 yeah, thought I'd check. Hey, Kick, how you doing? Um, uh, okay, so yeah, what, what's so, next on this? Because this is we got a long list of things to get through here. Yeah, so then they have uh, Microsoft. So the stakes are high. Microsoft has until July 18th to try and close its proposed acquisition. Otherwise, that's to pay $3 billion in breakup fees. Man, I wish that was a real-life thing, like for relationships. Like, um, <laughs> you get money? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm, sorry mm-hmm. that you didn't uh, fulfill your part of the relationship. Uh, you need, we need you to uh, compensate. I'm sorry. <laughs> so. You have to split 50-50 or...? Yeah, yes. You have to put a deposit when you start dating someone. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. Hold on. What's next? What's next? So, uh, Matt Booty said that the bombshell in a Sony email, uh, saying, well, "Let's see. It's not an exclusivity play." Ba-ba-ba-ba. Sorry, there, there's a lot of emails that I'm trying to Are you to sifting through the emails themselves? <laughs> yeah, partially. Jesus, sir. Uh, all right, so uh, Microsoft has been and the FTC have been sparring over whether Nintendo Switch should be considered part of the console market and is a true rival to Xbox or whether the market is just high-performance consoles like PS5 and Xbox. The FTC took the opportunity to question Booty exactly how college would run on Switch, something Microsoft has promised to do as part of a 10-year deal. Booty explained Microsoft would have to adjust graphics setting and assets to run on Nintendo platforms, and the FTC argues that would mean to essentially a separate game and similar to the Xbox and PlayStation versions. The difference matters here because without Nintendo in the mix, Xbox has nearly half of the U.S. console market, with PlayStation making up the other half. Otherwise, Microsoft protests it's in third place. Uh, the FTC is also going to show how Microsoft used its block used to block its first party game from rival cloud streaming services, a strategy described to Booty as creating a, in an email saying, creating a moat that nobody else can attack. Hmm. Hmm. 
Dear God. These emails make Matt Booty look like a real fucking asshole. <laughs> like, they I make mean... Matt Booty look like a fucking dick. Um, I uh, mean. So. Okay. I, yeah. I just. Yep. Uh. So, yeah. Um. Sorry. Uh, let's see. The Verge also has a, this organized in a really awkward fashion. Oh, cool. Um, let's see. His frustrations over NVIDIA putting Xbox PC games on its GeForce platform. Now streaming service without Microsoft permission boiled over. We're not putting our first party IP on competing streaming or subscription services. No effing way, said Matt Booty. <laughs> yes, the original email says effing, not something stronger. You, you know, you gotta be corporate wow. about it. Just, just wow. Yeah, in a March 2021 email exchange with Xbox chief Phil Spencer, Booty recommended that Bethesda games also be pulled from NVIDIA's GeForce Now service shortly after the Microsoft acquisition of Bethesda. We have pulled all games, Xbox Game Studios from GeForce Now so as not to compete with xCloud, said Booty. I recommend that the absence of any other plans, we do the same for Bethesda titles. Microsoft signed a deal with NVIDIA recently to bring its Xbox PC games to GeForce Now to try and appease regulators like the FTC. Mm. You dumb no well the second this deal goes through they are gonna fucking let that shit run out as fast as they can of course um booty told the court that the perspective had changed since those emails lie um i think that since then we've been we've seen that while content is absolutely important to our strategy it isn't really a durable advantage that others can field and build a content library relatively quickly said booty mm-hmm. all right Bethesda exclusives and a Starfield on PS5. Apology. Pete Hines, Bethesda head of global publishing, appeared on the stand next to F- the face the FTC questions around Xbox exclusives. A core part of the regulator's argument is that Microsoft previously acquired Bethesda, and that led to games being locked to Xbox and Xbox PC, so Microsoft could repeat this behavior with Activision Blizzard. Hines questioned about this apology in an interview with GameSpot in 2021. To Bethesda fans that won't get to play Starfield on PS5, it bothered me that they were upset, said Hines. I don't like when our players are upset over something we we do. The FTC is arguing that exclusivity is an anti-competitive move and wants to convince Judge Jacqueline Scott Corley that Microsoft will treat Activision Blizzard like Bethesda instead of how it handled Minecraft as a cross-platform title with Mo- the Mojang acquisition. But Microsoft lawyers questioned Hines to get a different perspective. Hines said Starfield wouldn't be coming out on September 6th if it was a PlayStation game. We'd not be, we'd be, we would not be putting out the game in nine weeks if we were supporting an additional platform, in my opinion. Mm. I, it, eh, mm. I don't necessarily... Um, comment in the chat like very different blazing. Ha is a married man putting a deposit in with a girl is facts. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry. Always aim for the richer people. Yes, that's right. It's got to come out on Data. top. That's right. Date yep. up. Date up. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta pay for a new PC. I'll hook up. Uh. All right. So. Uh, it was originally under contract with Disney, so then he also played the Indiana Jones game, which was mul- under contract with Disney for multiple consoles. 
But the deal was amended after Microsoft's Bethesda acquisition to be just for Xbox consoles and PC. Hines argued it was about reducing risk and trying to get a degree of certainty. Microsoft also made Starfield and Redball, Redfall from Bethesda exclusive after its acquisition. Uh, Sarah Bond. Um, I'm sure Microsoft would love it if Sarah Bond, head of Xbox creator experience, was just allowed to talk to Judge Corley nonstop for the full five days. Bond seemed as calm and collected as 007 agent. Terrible. Whoever wrote this, please stop. Yep, good. Good. Just good. She even shared some laughter and jokes with Judge Corley after explaining that the Diablo franchise is built on the idea that you battle unstoppable evil, which is the devil, effectively. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even 76-year-old dads battling unstoppable evils, apparently it's like literally my father's favorite game, said Bond. So it's aimed at a certain audience, uh, remarked Judge Corley. Bond replied, yes, including my 76-year-old father. Uh, Bond spent a lot of time on the stand explaining things to Judge Corley in a careful and less corporate manner, including licensing agreements for Xbox Game Pass, cloud gaming, and how Microsoft subscription can generate interest in Xbox players buying game genres they've never played before. At one point, she even described Call of Duty as a game about being a savior in a war scenario, which is an interesting to describe all the war crimes you commit as a savior. <laughs> Right. Okay. Um, Bond testimonies got really interesting was the nitty-gritty details of revenue deals in Call of Duty in particular. Bond revealed how Microsoft was forced to agree to a new revenue-sharing deal with Activision to get a version of Call of Duty to launch on the Series S and X. Bobby Kotick wanted Microsoft to agree to a new revenue-share deal before beginning being to optimize the game for those consoles. It was clear Call of Duty would be on PS5, it would not have been good if it was not on the Xbox referring to Bond, Microsoft not getting an optimized version at the same time PS5 version launched. Mm-hmm. While it's not clear the exact revenue deal, Microsoft eventually agreed to the FTC lawyers XML mentioned an 80-20 split that was supposed to be confidential. Microsoft agreed at time to lower revenue splits than its typical 70-30 split for Xbox games, where I believe it's critical to get that content. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, sure. That doesn't that that does not surprise me. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it also doesn't surprise me that Activision Activision that and was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> right. All right, cool. All right. Uh, costly cloud. Bond also discussed cloud gaming, uh, claiming to Judge Coley that it was just a feature right now, not a separate market. It's a feature delivery mechanism. Most of our usage is on console, said Bond. The FTC isn't buying that argument and question how closely uh, about Microsoft's cloud ambitions. Microsoft is working on a separate xCloud gaming uh, xCloud that we wouldn't have been tied to its premium Game Pass Ultimate subscription. Microsoft had been working on a dedicated xCloud SKU last year, and Xbox would very much likely do would very much like to do it. In a previous testimony to the FTC in September 2022. Um, but now it's just a feature. So why the sudden change in heart? We've continued to get more data about the success and popularity of xCloud. We've gotten more clear on the costs related to it, and we and we have signed partnerships with others who provide those services, says Bond. Um, we also got a surprise admission from Bond about Microsoft's cost to run xCloud. We get revenue from it, but when we look at all the numbers, the revenue per minute, per hour... From that is lower than the cost we get per minute per hour of that, said Bond. Essentially, Microsoft isn't making money on xCloud yet because it's costly to put modified Xbox hardware in data centers and run it as a feature that mostly used by Xbox players to try things before they download them. Mm-hmm. That's how Anthony uses it. Yep. 
Yep. That's how he treats it. Just, oh, this is this is how I play this game without having to download the whole thing, which, fair enough. Yeah. Good way to do it. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. So, let's see. As you need a Windows license to stream PC games, correct? No, you're not. You can stream PC games without a Windows license. The agreement involves a Windows for license, correct? Uh, for Windows, correct? That is my understanding, says Bond. Um, let's see. The FTC argues Microsoft has bigger plans than its agreements with cloud gaming rivals limited to using Windows on the server side to stream the games. Uh, the underlying point here is that Microsoft clearly has ambitions that go beyond cloud gaming being a feature. Microsoft has been working on dedicated Xbox streaming devices in May 2021. Microsoft referred to internally, then spotted on uh, Xbox chief Phil Spencer's shelf in October. The Verge in November uh, that the dedicated Xbox streaming console was pushed back because of its price. And then they, as of the time this article was written, um, yeah, they were talking about when Sony is going to take the stand soon. Yeah, it'll be fun. uh, It does get fun, because he did. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> let's go okay so Sony's PlayStation chief privately said Microsoft's Activision deal wasn't about Xbox exclusive we're only minutes into the FTC versus Microsoft here and we've already had a bombshell revelation Sony PlayStation chief Jim Ryan believed that Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard wasn't about locking games as Xbox exclusive according to a newly unsealed email. Microsoft counsel revealed that the exchange between Ryan and Chris Deering, former CEO of Sony Computer Entertainment, discussing the announcement of the deal last year. It's not an exclusivity play at all. They're thinking bigger than that, and they've got the cash to make moves like this. I've spent a fair amount of time with both Phil Spencer and Bobby Kotick over the past days, and I'm pretty sure we will still continue to see Call of Duty on PlayStation for many years to come. This is a surprise one's kind of Sony's argument about Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal and its filings with regulators, uh, claiming that it wouldn't have the Xbox, the, uh, there wouldn't be a version for PlayStation, or that version would be sabotaged. Ryan wants to say, we've got some good stuff cooking, referring to Sony's Activision uh, acquisition of Bungie just days after the email. I'm not complacent, and I'd rather this had, hadn't happened, but it'll be okay. It'll be more than okay. Microsoft initially offered Call of Duty on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. Ryan called Ryan called that offer inadequate on many levels. Microsoft eventually offered Sony a 10-year deal for Call of Duty on PlayStation um, that it has refused to sign so far. Call of Duty com- competition Call of Duty competition fears they will initially be part of the UK's competition and market's authority S- investigation before the regulator dropped the console concerns and up blocking the, cl- the deal due to cloud gaming. The European Commission also dismissed concerns about Call of Duty or Xbox exclusive games. The FTC's case is largely focused on potential harm in Microsoft turning Activision games into Xbox exclusives. Today showed Sony has been has known all along will stand by our promise to keep games on the platform and made it clear its work to lobby against the deals only to protect its dominant market position, says David Cuddy, general manager of public affairs at Microsoft. Okay. I I mean that that's that's okay sure yeah that's not no yeah. this is obviously inside baseball of course but it's just like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just all this yeah, all tracks right. yeah uh, abs- absolutely um 
Let's see. Hold on. I'm trying to find everything. There was so much shit about this this week, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry that we didn't get all of it completely organized. Um. Um. Because I am trying to find the thing that Jim Ryan came out and said. Um. Yeah, this story was updated June 29th, which was. Uh, just a few short days, days ago. ago. Just a few days ago. Yeah. Um, is it on one uh, of these articles that you've linked to me here? Um, maybe, but hold on. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this, uh, I we're gonna we're obviously gonna get into more of it as uh, as the story goes on, but um, just as a just covering the whole narrative of the story of xbox trying to make moves um that's always has been xbox's intention and they do have potential money there but um mm-hmm. i don't i don't know i thought more about how a lot of these uh studios and companies that they've been gunning for are all in japan like how difficult that is going to be to overcome even if the sale of those companies were to go through. Mm. Uh, especially with how Xbox has been managing some of their own companies uh, recently. Oh, yeah. I found an, I found an IGN an article that has some quick hits we can go over. Okay. Uh, Xbox admits that it had lost the console war. The FTC, was, the FTC hearing has been no exception. Microsoft claimed its original Xbox was crushed by Sony and Nintendo in 2001, and it's been losing the console war ever since. Not true. Mm. Okay, sure. The 360 did very well. It owned over 50% of the market. But sure, why not? (laughs) Uh, Microsoft says next-gen could start in 2028. Uh, Years of hardware shortages and slew of cross-generation game releases can make it feel like this console generation just started. But the reality is we're creeping up on the PlayStation 5 and Series X's third birthdays. Jesus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, in court documents reviewed by IGN, Microsoft is expecting the next-gen consoles to hit in 2028. Uh, um, so there's that. Uh, Eight-year cycle seems to be the trend ever since the 360. Sure. So, yeah. Um, my, we already went over this. Microsoft wanted to scoop up Bungie, Sega, Square, and Zynga. Mm-hmm. Um, and internal mm-hmm. documents reveal a list of 100 developers Microsoft considered at one point including Supergiant Games, Pokemon Go's Niantic, and Hitman developer IO Interactive. Oof. Those are some big hitters. Triple. Right. Could you imagine them actually going out and buying all these fucking studios? I mean, I can imagine. Um, it is, yeah, it would just be huge for them, I would mm-hmm. think. I would think. Well, so... Um... Going forward, we have uh, AAA Sony games cost $200 million to produce. Um, the Last of Us 2 cost $220 million to develop, while Horizon Forbidden West cost two hundred twelve. million. In a document, PlayStation said the costs are justified because AAA games create deep and ongoing engagement with players. Mm-hmm. These costs give more recent context comments from Xbox Game Studios' Matt Booty, who said big-budget AAA games cost a half-decade or more to make, and a failure can potentially ruin a studio. Um, 
So, yeah. Yeah, true. I mean, look at what happened with that Gollum game, right? Oh, my God. Yep. That poor thing. Mm-hmm. That studio's closing down and the sequel's canceled. I'm, not... I'm blown away there was a sequel planned. <laughs> right? <laughs> that, hmm. Okay. I hate the idea that they automatically assume a sequel is going to happen. It annoys me. Yeah. I... So, uh, next up is... Uh, Call of Duty is, in fact, worth a lot of money. Really? Been, no kidding. It's been the center of this entire discussion. Huh. Sony revealed that the Call of Duty generated over $800 million for PlayStation in the United States alone in 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Xbox... Uh, yeah, right. It claims that Activision CEO Bobby Kotick threatened to pull Call of Duty from Xbox unless Microsoft granted Activision a higher revenue share. So, yeah, man, it's... I always knew Call of Duty was popular, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not realize it was, like, this level of, like, make or break for your console. <sighs> they, they, they gave that impression when talking about... Uh, Call of Duty, but uh, yeah, no, the more I hear like actual numbers, it's like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Like oh. the more you sit here and think, like, man, Call of Duty really is all that, and then some. So funny, oh, yeah, and, and I like Call of Duty. The new one was great. I like it. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. 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 But this level, but yeah. Sh- Okay. Crazy. Okay. Crazy. Crazy. Alright. Um, Jim Ryan doesn't think Starfield's exclusivity is anti-competitive and says Sony will be fine. So PlayStation boss okay. Jim Ryan made it... <laughs> we'll see, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll just see how it pans out. That's all. Yeah, that's the thing. We just have to uh, wait and see. Uh, Jim Ryan made it clear that he's not a fan of the exclusivity. That said, he admitted that he doesn't think it's anti-competitive. PlayStation has been its biggest opponent of Microsoft's merger, but privately it's a bit of a different story. An email sent after Microsoft announced its intent to acquire Activision Blizzard, Ryan wrote, I'm pretty sure we'll continue to see Call of Duty on PlayStation for many years to come. Expressing PlayStation would be more than okay if the transaction was approved. Hmm. Um, I mean, yes, I, I think that PlayStation would be fine. I think it's a bigger name. I think people are more attached to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I I I have no doubt in my mind that the PlayStation brand would be fine. Let me tell yeah. you, uh, Japan and other non-US countries are not going to move away from PlayStation because they lose Call of Duty. Yep. Yes. I mean, play, PlayStation, especially in Japan. Yep. In Europe, Xbox actually does pretty well, but like in in Japan, especially PlayStation will be fine. Fine. Um. So, uh, Starfield almost skipped the Xbox entirely. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, mm-hmm. it's an Xbox exclusive now, but it wasn't going to be the case. He confirmed that Starfield was potentially going to skip Xbox prior to the acquisition of Zenimax. Xbox was worried about losing out on Starfield following exclusivity deals for the Bethesda games Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop. Spencer said Microsoft had to secure content for Xbox to remain viable in the business. 
Xbox did so by buying ZeniMax altogether. That's kind of wild. Like, you were going well, to create the... this big AAA game that you want as many sales as possible, and you were like, eh, Xbox, I don't. Well, I mean, think about how bad of a shape the Xbox One was. Yes. Not the series. The series are doing fine. Like, they're, they're doing good. They're, yeah. they're in a good spot. Yeah. But, like, the fucking, yeah. I can't, I can't blame, I can't blame them. I can't blame like, yeah. them, but, like, if I'm a business person, like, I, I just don't think that was a sure bet. Why not make as much money as possible? You were the people who made Skyrim. You can play Skyrim on Alexa. Like, that just is kind of nuts. Mm, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, drama surrounding Xbox and sensitivity of Indiana Jones and Elder Scrolls. The FTC pr- tried to prove that Xbox treatment of ZeniMax games could demonstrate how the company will handle exclusivity when it comes to Activision Blizzard games. One piece of evidence used was a chat exchange between Tim Stewart and Matt Booty. The chat focused on a November 2021 meeting where Phil Spencer apparently decided to make all future ex- uh, Bethesda games Xbox exclusive, not just new IP. Hmm. Exclusives came up in a different way during the hearing, specifically in regards to the Indiana Jones game. Uh, it was set to be a multi-platform release, but when Microsoft acquired them and changed plans. In terms of other future games, Spencer claimed that his final decision on all platforms for upcoming games like Obsidian's The Outer Worlds 2 and Elder Scrolls 6 have not been made yet, but Spencer's apparent decision is in mind. It seems like deciding Xbox exclusivity for those titles could be more of a formality than actual decision at this point. Which I I think that's fine. Like I I I you know like yeah it kind of sucks. But on the other side of that, I'm like okay. But like Sony has paid for exclusivity for Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, mm-hmm. and no one is up in arms about it. Nobody cares. Like I like I don't understand the double standard on this. Yeah. Uh yeah. That, I I can't stand exclusivity deals. I I hate them. But like, mm-hmm. if you're if you're going to have them, it makes sense that everyone is doing them. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Like, and I don't understand why. Like, you know, because like, because Xbox is part of Microsoft, right? I mean, yeah, I, I, that has to be it, right? That has like, to be that's it. the because you They're know buying their way into everything. You know, versus you know like spending a bunch of money to get develop it yourself i guess that's the that's the difference yeah I, yeah that's what it seems like to me uh, uh it, it seems dumb it seems like a very dumb distinction and it, again um, this goes back to like the reason we're talking about this the reason that the console situation is the way it is is because xbox came out with their always online console that can't play used games. It was mm-hmm. the anti-consumer console. It came out everywhere that there was the anti-consumer console. Sony capitalized, and it has been living off that ever since. Yep. No, uh, abs- absolutely, 100%. And an Xbox cannot seem to turn that narrative around no matter what they do. At, well, yeah, it... To to be fair to them, uh, it it does not help that they keep shoot. It it feels like they are always 
doing something to shoot themselves in the fucking foot. That is not helping. Like, no, absolutely. It, it, it just feels like constantly, just all the time, just shoot, like, right in the foot. Just mm-hmm. right, right in there, real let me, good. Let me, let me just get this up and I'll just, like... <laughs> Take a fucking Uzi into my foot. Uh, uh, and I've been hearing this sentiment here and there, uh, though not recently because I've been taking a break from social media. It's been so nice. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, and of course, you know, Sony is, is doing this too now, so it doesn't work as much, but people are like, this, so, uh, Microsoft pushing Game Pass is, is anti-physical discs. They're going to take those games away from you. Um, you mean like they already have because you need mm-hmm, day one mm-hmm. updates to play like 90% of them? Yeah. Yep. Oh, like a sure. lot of these games are being developed in such a way that like they're they're unfinished, you know, yep. while being released and making a bunch of money. Um, but yeah, I've definitely seen that sentiment and it's like I, you know. Mm-hmm. I understand, you know, wanting to play video games and then like it getting taken away from you like that those those fears are being uh uh validated by movie and tv streaming where yep. a beloved show gets shut down and then they just delete it <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I was, yeah, once again uh, absolutely yeah so um hmm. so uh next up elder scrolls 6 is at least five years away Jesus. Five years? Jesus. Five years. I'm going to live off that one video, that one title reveal. I'm going to be on my fucking deathbed. (laughs) Like, here's the story. I hope you guys get excited for it. (sighs) I can totally see us doing the podcast in our 70s. Elder Scrolls 6 has a confirmed date release date of next year. (sighs) Man, I... I'll be on my deathbed playing Skyrim in the bed, like on like, like the bed. will be running Skyrim. Finally. Oh my god, that would be. I yeah okay. That'd be good. Fine. What? Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. So everyone says they don't like exclusives. Uh, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella says he has no love for console exclusives, and that Microsoft plays the exclusive games uh, to stay competitive with market leaders. Bobby Kotick said that making Call of Duty exclusive isn't in Activision's best interest. Uh, we would alienate over 100 million monthly active players. Half of them play on phones, but the rest of them play on computer and PlayStation. And you would have a revolt if you were to remove the game from one platform. Gamers are very passionate with that kind of investment, time, and effort. You get an enthusiastic, passionate group of people. Yep. Uh, so... Next up, uh, Sony's Jim Ryan and Activision Bobby Kotick had words for Game Pass. Uh, Jim Ryan had said he talked to other publishers and they unanimously do not like Game Pass because of its of its value is destructive. He came that Game Pass is unprofitable for Microsoft and reached out to Xbox for comment. Xbox pointed out that every Game Pass title announced at this month's showcase is coming from a creator that previously worked with the subscription service. And there are multiple examples of publishers in favor of Game Pass, uh, and it's not entirely clear who Ryan was referring to. We know that Bobby Kodak doesn't want to see his games on subscription services, and I don't like the idea of multi-game subscription services as business propositions going forward. 
but Microsoft and Bobby can agree to disagree on that. Um, going forward, Bill Spencer said he, uh, get about Game Pass profitability and sustainability. In an interview, he said that the service was not burning cash and it is very, very sustainable. Um, we don't have access to these numbers, do we? No, of course we don't. Uh, well, if it, it was why, if it was doing well, man, you should release those numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like, yep, this is this is what it is. This is what it is. You know, like, yeah, it it makes it makes complete fucking sense to do that. But why why would you? <laughs> so right now, you know, okay, no, well, we're, not, we're not gonna do that. Just take our word for it. I can't I can't trust you then. Hmm. Dear Lord. All right. Um, going forward. Um, all right. Uh, going forward, Sony and Microsoft have different strategies. Uh, Microsoft launches its games day and date on Game Pass, where Sony opts to wait a year or sometimes more, launching Horizon Forbidden West earlier this year. Um, Nick Maguire indicates Sony will not copy the Game Pass approach despite the rise of $70 games because its current strategy is working. So, hmm. yeah, fair. Okay. Um, and next up is Activision CEO Bobby Kotick regrets not supporting Nintendo Switch. The Switch is a smash hit. Bobby Kotick underestimated the Nintendo Switch when he saw the prototype for the machine. Now he admits it was a mistake not to develop more software for Switch, and Activision will consider putting Call of Duty on future Nintendo consoles once they have the specs of the next device. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yeah. coming off the Wii. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't blame him. Activision also claims that the FTC doesn't really understand our industry. I don't think most people under 40 understand this industry. <laughs> yeah, but so the FTC is a bunch of people that are in their 80s, so the tracks. Yeah, yep. Um, and let's see. The, let's see if we have anything else. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I don't. Uh, Microsoft says if it were up to him, he would get rid of all exclusives. Mm. Microsoft had considered buying Square and Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be that would send people into a. You want to see what happens in Japan? They were to make yeah. a Final Fantasy exclusive. Man, could you imagine? The, I can't. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, like I'm not gonna lie, I have no like. Oh, uh, that's that's something. <laughs> that's the best mm-hmm. way I would put that. Is like, mm-hmm. man, you would I, you would have to Xbox play like Xbox would shoot through the roof. Like you would imagine Xbox would have like shoot through the roof, right? Like the well, there are riots the, in the street. One of the two, only those extremes. Uh, yeah, like like Xbox sales in Japan would have to go nuts. They would have guts. Yeah, I mean, they tried. They tried this before, right? And it did not pan out. With the uh, with the 360, the 360 when it launched was like going to be the JRPG machine, and that just did not did not pan out. 
Hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, because they didn't get, like, they didn't lock down Final Fantasy or any of the big names. Like, they got Lost Odyssey, which was a new IP, Blue Dragon was yeah, a new Blue IP. Dragon. Um, you got that, um, um, that card-based deck-building one. Last Remnant, so what's it was called? You did get Last Remnant, yeah, but that that's not the, the deck-building one. It's like Eternal, it's, something, it's not Eternal Sonata, but it, they're like Elemental Arms or something like that. Okay. I don't, no, I don't no, know. I played it for all of, 20 minutes before I, I returned it. Not a lot I of good will big say, bets. I, I, I will say that the one thing about all of those was it did keep me from buying a PlayStation for a while because I wanted mm-hmm. to play all those games and I had a 360. It's like, oh, cool. All right. I'm, I'm just going to buy them and play them on my 360. Sure. There we go. Um, so, I mean, I guess it technically did end up working a little bit. I mean, it, it helps that, you know, that there was not a Final Fantasy game that appealed to you past 10. I mean, yes, like, and, and also imagine if, like, Final Fantasy 13 was actually really good and exclusive to the 360. Right, Man, right. we are having a very different conversation right now. Hmm. Um, also, I just posted an amazing image that, like, so someone took pictures of the Microsoft executives on the way into the, into all the hearings, and then someone made a Yakuza thing out of it. Aaron, if you throw yeah. that up on screen when you have a Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how well good. this will oh, show I see up it. in the, in the, uh, chat, the way I have everything. Oh, up, that's, but... that's good. That's good shit. Unfortunately, this is the best you're gonna get. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, unfortunately, just the way I have things cropped for the stream. Um, Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, a subsidiary of Microsoft Corporation. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's not good. All right. Hang on a second. Oh. Uh... All right. Running a, running a stream is hard. <laughs> it is hard. Just a little. Just a little. You're right. Um... And that's pretty much everything from the trial. Was that everything from the trial? Pretty oh, much wow. everything that's important. Well, I don't know. How, how do we feel? What are, what, are the big, what are the big revelations? Any, any changes to how we feel about what's... I'm unsurprised by most of it, but, mm-hmm. you know... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it don't even phase me at this point. Right, like, I was looking at that. I was like, okay, so we're getting a lot of inside baseball talk, and that's great. But I don't know that it, it didn't really change anything about how I was feeling about anything. Like, yeah, I don't love it. I do wish micro like, yeah, do I wish Microsoft would go in house and fucking just develop a bunch of cool shit internally, especially with all of the shit that they have? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I would. I would very much prefer that. That would be the ideal scenario. Yes, absolutely. But, you know, but like, is them buying one more thing gonna annoy the shit out of me and be like, me yell, scream at the world? No, mm. probably not. I'm being honest. We're already in this kind of exclusive hell. Yeah, like if anything, it's more annoying now because like you're you're so close to full cross platform everything. Mm-hmm but it's not happening. Oh, wait, I did forget one thing from the, the trial. Uh, interview with... A, oh, one of the trial was an interview with a Marvel exec reveals Microsoft passed on Spider-Man being exclusive to the Xbox. Mm-hmm. That is a choice. 
Yep. That yep. is a choice. Um, we all make choices. Holy hell. Yep. On said the the deal was to walk away from Activision. What are you gonna do with that IP after you get back we get it back? To which on said I'm going to find a better home for it. And then Activision replied with good luck finding your unicorn. Oh you fucked. What? <laughs> Man. Choices. Jeez. I just uh Marvel Games went to sit down with Xbox and PlayStation to see if they'd be forming interest in forming a partnership. Microsoft's strategy on what called was to focus on its own IPs, and it decided to pass on the offer. Sony was more receptive when it sat down with two execs from Sony at the time, Adam Boys and John Drake, in August 2014 in a conference room. It said, we have a dream that is possible and that we could beat Arkham and have one game at least, and maybe multiple games, that could drive adoption of your platform. Um, yeah, those are two people who intimately understand the games market 100%. better than most. Yep. So mm-hmm. this does not, it doesn't surprise me That at all. doesn't surprise me at all, but holy mother of God, like, post Spider-Man 2 in, in, you know, the GameCube PS2 era, like, the Spider-Man had a reputation of some good, fun-ass gameplay. Had some good open-world goodness. And, mm-hmm. you know, th- they had games come out after that that were hit and miss, but, like, you put that in the right hands, like, I just... There was nothing to lose getting Spider-Man on your on your platform. You need games anyway. It's fucking... Shit. Hitting me? Oh, and then maybe Insomniac doesn't get bought by Sony and it gets bought by Microsoft. Maybe that doesn't fuck your Avengers game in some way. Jeez. Oh, Oh, man. Oh, man. Maybe maybe Spider-Man 2 being one of the biggest releases of this year doesn't screw you. Oh, what a... What what a man. What a man. But what's so frustrating is that it could be seen. You could see that coming. Mm -hmm. Right, like, Spider-Man is huge. Huge. Fucking huge. Okay, so I missed Uh, the beginning of this story. Was this Insomniac working on Spider-Man and talking about it? Uh, no. So the IP was owned by Activision, or the game rights were owned by Activision. Okay. Uh, They weren't happy, Marvel wasn't happy with the quality of games made by Activision, and they agreed to part ways, and then, you know, they went out to you know, go find a home for it. I just, I just, mm. you and then Sony, you? and when Sony got the rights, they handed the project to Insomniac. Got it. Yeah, which you know, that's yeah. I, I especially, yeah. I wonder, you know, Xbox is like, okay, who do we hand this to that we have? Um, right. Which might be a decent question. I mean, I guess Microsoft had Sunset Overdrive, so maybe if they, you know, hey, <laughs> yeah, maybe. And so, uh, just it, hmm, you had Arkham, like Arkham had proven a fantastic superhero formula, mm-hmm. um, and then just add the movement of Spider-Man, like they could have done. Uh, what uh, what a, such a hugely missed opportunity! Um, fucking big fuck up. Big I know this is, big fuck this is up. before you know, uh, into the Spider Verse and all that, and kicked Spider-Man to an even newer, bigger level, but right. like. Spider-Man was on top. Like, I, yeah, Spider-Man was huge. Like, yeah. Spider-Man, it, it, Spider-Man is the most popular superhero in the world. Yes. It, it, like, okay, like, this is like somebody coming up to you and being like, "Do you want to make millions of dollars?" 
Do you no. want to? Okay. Do you do you want like a free license to print money? You know, because like even if the games don't turn out right, like let's say let's say they handed the some fucking idiots and they did a terrible job. Mm-hmm. The first one is still gonna sell tons of copies, and then like ideally you hand it off to someone who you know is actually you know good at what they do, mm-hmm. and. Uh, my god incredible just, just the fuck man just the the jesus fucking christ all right well i'm actually going to skip ahead a new story cuz this is also going to continue to make microsoft look stupid <laughs> sure um yeah. uh final fantasy 16 breaks ps5 sales records oh yeah, god like oh my god yep, i was actually it reading is this the, while you were uh, talking about the game it's a smashing hit in Japan and in the States. It is uh so as of right now, it is the best selling PS5 game and it is on its way to being the best selling Final Fantasy game. Okay. And I really wish this website would stop giving me hundreds of ads while I do this. <laughs> are you like, playing? You know, a lot of a lot right of people now. are complaining about Final Fantasy 16 because its numbers aren't as good as quickly as Final Fantasy 15s. You mean you mean the game that was on a console that had a way bigger install base uh-huh, because it was way uh-huh. older at that yep. point in time. Yep, yeah. people are like people are are saying that Final Fantasy 16 is killing Final Fantasy because its numbers aren't as good as Final Fantasy 15s and I'm like what are you talking about? This thing is setting records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, this thing is... Yeah, it makes it the highest retail launch for any PS5 game in Japan. Uh, it quadrupled the sales of Elden Ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want you to talk about that. Quadrupled the sales of Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yep. Now, this, yep. this is... Uh, and in the West, it outdid God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's nuts. So there you go. Uh, yeah, it's not surprising, but God. Yes, and also enough in Japan, ninety percent of those copies were physical. Oh, hmm. wow! Interesting. Well, yeah. Um. Also, an interesting fact about this game: uh, this is the first Final Fantasy game to record the English dialogue first. What? That does not surprise me. Yeah. That is really interesting, though. That is interesting. Despite being developed by a Japanese video game studio and written by a native Japanese speaker, uh, any fears about the groundbreaking JRPG franchise losing its relevance in East Asia can be put to bed with the latest sales numbers for Final Fantasy 16, as evident by it quadrupling Elden Ring and RE4 and did such good numbers against GT7, Hogwarts Legacy, Crisis Core, Crisis Core, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII remake. I, I mean, yeah, but that 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 game is seven months old at this point. That one doesn't Fair. surprise me. Um, also, Tales of Arise at fifty k, Horizon Forbidden now, West at forty three k, RE these, Village mm-hmm. at thirty eight. These are all Japanese numbers, by the way. So this, this is the, this is going to be. Yeah, it's a it's a big deal, and man, look at Sony paid for it to be exclusive. Yep, and mm-hmm. look how well look look what happened. Look at it. Look, look, like, 
I, I want to go up to like Phil Spencer and be like, look at it. Look at this. Look you at done fucked up. The Phil. goal is to sell your console. It's not to make the, the consumer sell the competitor's console. What are you talking mm -hmm. about? Mm -hmm. You done mm -hmm. fucked uh, up. That's all I'm going to say to him. If ever I meet Phil Spencer, <laughs> you done fucked up. You're a nice guy. All right. But goddamn. <laughs> You're a nice guy, but come on, boy. This was not the plan. God this was it. not it. No. <laughs> so. Oh. All That's right. that. That's that. Uh, and then last but not least, Cedar Project Red says the Cyberpunk launch wasn't that bad. Um, what? Debatable. Debatable. It is debatable, uh, yes. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I, he said in a recent interview, he said chalked up the game's poor reception to bandwagoning, sitting at some point it became, quote, cool to hate the game. Okay. I actually, Cyberpunk on launch was way better than it was received. And even the first reviews were positive, then it became cool not to like it. We went from zero to hero really fast. That was a tough moment. We didn't know what was happening. In the reality, the game was so poorly received that Sony felt compelled to remove it from the PlayStation Store and then re-add it after six months of improvements to the game. Uh, he acknowledged that the game had a fair share of issues and assured players who was committed to delivering a quality product. Um, so, yeah. That's Man, what a lie. What, <laughs> like, what, 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 what revisionism. Whatever you what gotta tell yourself. Well, I, I still hear <laughs> stories of people, like, I understand it happens to less people now, but there are people who have their saves deleted still. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh, God, I would stop playing at that point. Yeah. I, you would literally, I, I would immediately quit. There's nothing. We still haven't gone back to Elden Ring. Like, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there, there's nothing a CEO or any you know, representative from uh, a console maker or a game maker can say that would that would save that kind of situation and people yep. people struggle with it. Obviously less than what was at launch, but to say that it was never a problem at launch was <laughs> like I remember playing that early on on my ten eighty and it was so fucked. It was such a fucked experience. After like three hours, mm -hmm. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna come back to this one's fixed." <laughs> yeah, I'll be right back. All right. Yep. Which I mean, yeah, Br Bronson, you're you're a big fan of Cyberpunk now. Yes, I love Cyberpunk. That game is dope as hell. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> you that just game booted is. It up. <laughs> yep. Yep. Let's play some Cyberpunk, everyone. Okay. Change the stream. All right. Uh... I have to power up my PS4. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, um, but like this is <laughs> PR man is not doing good at the thing that his job is about. No, no, because I can, I can, I, I can, I can tell you how this works. Is PR man is sitting just outside the interview, mm -hmm. like he he's sitting next to the creator, and the creator is saying this, and the PR guy is doing this. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't, don't see shit. Don't. I can tell you because I remember Dave Lang talking about this and the, one of Dave Lang's interviews got sidetracked by Danny O'Dwyer and fucking the PR guy's like back on topic, back on topic, back on topic mm -hmm. the entire fucking time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like the, <laughs> no, well, that's, and, and it's so funny that he would even make this statement because Cyberpunk, from a PR perspective, is doing fantastic. 
like literally just showing gameplay of their like DLC, like having Keanu Reeves and Idris Elba doing their thing. Uh, they have the anime doing fantastically. Uh, like it's been such a huge success story. You didn't have to say shit. No, you you just had to say you just had to talk. Here's all the cool shit in Phantom Liberty. Good luck having your computer run it. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. right. Um, there you go. You're done. That's all you need. That that was it. You just make a crisis meme and you sell a ton. Like yeah. that's all. That's all you got to do. Yes. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Like one job. One job. Know, I'm looking at building a new rig in 2025. I look forward to the fact that I'll be able to play Phantom Liberty at the max settings in 2025. Sure. Probably. Uh, Probably. <laughs> you know. And to be fair, like again, this is only going to affect us industry people. Like this is people who like watch the industry this isn't going to be this isn't going to impact sales but it's like it, mm-hmm. this is just funny like v- pr person t- uh, attracts bad pr to it's game that like, art has all the momentum for it well it's not the, the pr person it's the director so once again i've seen these interviews happen like i've been there for these and watched them in person oh this says vp uh, of pr oh project oh, red what? Yeah. I, I said I saw PR and I figured it was PR. No. Yeah, no, VP this Project is, Red. Okay, Jesus the, Christ. Yeah. So the PR, I guarantee because I've seen, I've been part of these interviews, so I ask questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have asked questions that dudes were not supposed to tell me, but they do anyway, mm-hmm. where, like, you just see the PR person just outside the frame being like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I remember my Bernie Burns interview, like, was running too long. And like, apparently, like the I didn't see her because she was behind me, but she was like signaling to Ray, like hurry it up, hurry it up, hurry it up, hurry it up. <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, God. Uh, yeah, our PR people for the for the brief time I was part of interviews were were pretty chill. But yeah, that they're all about they got to keep time and don't say too much shit. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. All right, uh, okay. let's do a quick what we've been playing and call it a day. Yeah, yeah, so that was some news. Mm-hmm. What? That was that, some news. that was that was a lot. I, and that, that was, was a lot. Are we gonna get more from the FTC stuff? Is that still ongoing? Yeah, that's still going. Yeah, that's so. that's uh, that's going until uh, Tuesday or Wednesday of this week. Okay. Yeah, I'm so interested in hearing more because uh, yeah that. Not a bunch of huge revelations, but interesting to finally see some like emails getting put out there. And um, yeah, I look forward to playing Diablo on Game Pass. It's gonna be really cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking uh, forward to uh, how well this X Cloud strategy does. <laughs> Very curious. Oh, buddy! All right. So uh, let's get the obvious one out of the way. So, how's Street Fighter Six been to everyone? God, it's so good. That game's so good. <laughs> it's so what the hell? Sick. Like, I have been playing it nonstop. Like, I, I, I've, I've been, like, I did homework for that game this week. Mm-hmm. I like went out and looked up stuff for Zangief. Like, if you knee into that light grab, unless they are great at their reaction time. You're good. You're safe. Yeah. You you will grab them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it, it's been amazing, absolutely amazing. I love I love every last fucking bit of that game. 
I've been watching streams. I've just been watching people, specifically finding people who are in Diamond and are making their moves. Um, mm -hmm. it, that is mm -hmm. so exciting to just everyone is just all together watching this person like, we're going to get master. We're going to get master. We have to keep going and keep grinding and get those last little bits. Because once you get master, you're there. Like, you can't be... Yeah, emotional. you're done. You, 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 you did it. You did it with you that are... character. It's time to move on to the next one. Yep. And I, I think that's super exciting to watch. And so I was watching a couple people who are, like, big in the FTC. FTC. Ha <laughs> ha, FTC. Um, and uh, they were all playing Lily. Trying out Lily. Uh, trying out mm -hmm. Dalseem. Fucking Justin Wong, man. Justin Wong, like, tried out Lily, then started up Dalseem, and then I get a stream notification, like, a day or two later. He's starting on Honda. It's like, god damn. Yeah. Oh. yeah. There's a, I mean, there's a reason that uh, that man is, what, like a nine-time Evo champion? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In multiple games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, he, he, when that man was a young man, he was the Sonic Fox of his day. Right. Mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, like... So what was it? What was, uh, yeah, the, what was the tournament that just happened? CEO, uh, CEO, yeah, CEO. Yeah. yeah, he got, he yeah. got, uh, he won the third strike tournament. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this man, this man is a nine-time Evo champion. Oh one to oh four, oh six, oh eight, oh nine, twenty ten, and twenty fourteen. Yeah, yep. in yeah, multiple was, different games. Yep. In fact, he did so. He did so well that people would boo him when he would win in yep. games early on and then yeah. like i remember in uh i don't remember which tournament it was but it was a marvel 3 tournament he started to to do really really well in this particular tournament and people started like freaking out and cheering for him and he's like i don't understand what's going on i'm usually the one getting booed up here <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> he played into it he did good uh, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. yeah so i've just been i've been watching streams uh i read uh, a 136 page pdf explaining the fundamentals of fighting games um mm -hmm. I'm starting another one. I'm looking at I'm looking at a few because it recommends some further reading at the end. So I'm looking through all that. Oh. Uh, I am struggling real hard. Uh, just like <laughs> takes work to get good at fighting games, and uh, unfortunately, just a lot of time. You really have to tackle things one at a time. A lot of time. Yeah, struggling with that. Uh, and but uh, let me tell you, just just messing around with characters. Everyone is fun in some way, shape, or form. Um, mm -hmm. And watching people play is a lot of fun. I love how silly that game is. It does not take itself seriously, and it's all the better no. for it. Um, God, every aspect. The fact I can jump yeah. in, like I'm I'm doing something, and I just want to play some Street Fighter for half an hour. I can get a bunch of matches in. You get a bunch of matches in. You can go into training mode and get like a bunch of practice in. Like it, it's it's great if you just want small chunks of gameplay. Mm -hmm. Like the problem I have is my oh I'm gonna play half an hour of Street Fighter turns into I just played four hours of Street Fighter. Yep. Why why is it one in the morning? I don't understand what just happened. Weird. The past two Fridays I have been up past two because like. My girlfriend goes to bed at like 10 or 11 on Friday, typically, sometimes 930. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to street, play some Street Fire before bed. And I'm like, oh, I'll probably stop at 11. And I stop at two in the morning both times. Yep. So, yep. Yep. Um, I will be right back. OK. All right. <laughs> uh, the, 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 I talked about this a little bit while we were um, just hanging out, but like 
every time I go to play Final Fantasy 16, I sit down on the couch because like I, I have that on, on the couch set up and not on the PC set up. I sit down on the couch. I get ready to boot it up and I'm like, oh, I could play Street Fighter. Yeah. And then I get up and sit at my PC and play Street Fighter <laughs> every time. Yeah. And like, it's not that Final Fantasy 16 isn't good. It is good. It's just like that Street Fighter pull is just so strong. It really is. It is such a good fighting game. It, it's such a good fighting game and it knows it is. Yes. Uh, it just utter confidence from how that game is. Yeah. Oh, my God. Absolutely. They, they nailed it with this one. Like, there's there's still some things that, like, people are complaining about or trying to learn. Like, um, you know, every 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 fighting game has, has what they call, like, noob killers, right? And so, like, Drive Impact, I think, is this, is this game's noob killer. There's a huge mental stack when it comes to this game. Like, there are just so many options. And, like, you, you can put yourself into situations where you're like, I don't know what option to use i'm just going to sit here and not do anything yeah and um, like a big uh, a big part of fighting games is not playing your opponent's game and playing your game right so like you figure out your character's game plan and you've played your character's game plan you don't react to your opponent but don't don't sit there and play their game right yeah it it's funny because drive impact and like focus attacks like the, I, I felt like mm-hmm. To to the noob the new perspective that felt like something that was for the noob like I am it's I am stuck here's here's a non blockable thing, yeah. Um, and uh, now of course you know as you get higher up more people are able to react better to that there are ways to reverse that. Um, I I found uh, there are a lot of combos and a lot of uses for drive rush and I just I jump into the game and mm-hmm. I never remember to use it. Mm-hmm. like of all the things i need to remember like drive impact i can hit the button the right button but like drive rush like i i'm not i don't have it you know burned into me to use like this right. combination to get this combo out uh um, right as helpful as that would yeah, be I, th- I think what helped me with drive rush like in terms of combos is just looking at how other people implemented into their combos yeah or how people implement it into their block strings and then starting to emulate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. I don't, I don't know that otherwise I would have like experimented with it and been like, Oh, you can extend this combo by doing this dry brush move. Yep. You, you with your Jamie using drive rush is all the time. Nasty. Yeah. All the time. Ugh. And it's not like it, that the, the dry brush uh like the the block string that i use and the block string is in quotes because it's not a true block string but like target combo into dry rush into crouching or not crouching but standing heavy punch is safe on block but you can reversal in the middle of there and i if you reversal it i get blown up every time but if you're um it, it's a lot safer for me to use if you don't have as much drive gauge right yeah yeah cool. so, so there's there's managing that your your drive gauge there's uh yes you know obviously learning all these characters but yeah there's yeah a lot of mental stack uh yes there's a lot there's a lot to like think about and try to like prepare for and try to like anticipate like from dry rush to throw to drive impact to dry rush into throw to like jump ins to mix ups to like there's just there's just a lot going on all the time yeah and uh uh, as someone who's bad at fighting games, like just regular fighting games, uh, is a, a huge mental stack for me. But like d- watching these streams of these experts playing, 
and mm-hmm. been playing fighting games for years and years and they're mm-hmm. saying there's a lot going on um you know yes. daigo who's been a huge ken player for i don't know how many years is like this is a hard ken to learn and yep. like you know absolutely just it's there's a lot going and but that's what makes it exciting too like everyone is still trying to figure this out and and like tier lists are being thrown around uh but nothing's really solid yet everyone seems mm-hmm. to like there are some characters that are certainly better than others but they're all pretty good and certainly viable um so it's just yeah what what a what a well-made game yes and, and then, like there's a ton of single player content the from what i understand the story sets it up for dlc to continue the story yep um there's there's just a lot to do in this iteration of street fighter and it is such a departure from the way street fighter 5 launched right like they are they are setting the gold standard i think for fighting games in the future well and and mortal kombat did to an extent too but i think like people really took note of it with with street fighter yeah mortal kombat's been 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 leading that charge for a good long while Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. all out assault that street fighter 6 is approaching um yes i'm back i don't know if there's been a fighting game that has done it like that and i think people are People are going to be looking to to fighting games to kind of emulate the generally this approach that Street Fighter. Yes. So. Yep. How do you think Mortal Kombat One is going to handle it? I mean, they're going to do what they've been doing because that game's been mm-hmm. in development for a while mm-hmm. now, right? Like, yeah. Yep. They're going to have like a dungeon crawling, like loot finding mode. I'm sure they'll have a fully fleshed out story mode because they've been doing that for a while. And then that's their that's their big money maker at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know give get that get that fully cinematic story mode that when i played mortal kombat 11 like you want to talk about like the last time i got sucked into a story mode and ended up playing for eight hours the way i did with mk11 was like alan wake you know yeah it, it just or dead space 2 like the mortal kombat story it just goes the moment you finish your fight all right cut scene all right now mm-hmm. you're in a fight now you're in a cut scene and you you mm-hmm. can lose an entire day um so. I, that's so interesting. I did not care for the Mortal Kombat 11 story. It was, it's cheesy fun. It was ridiculous. I loved it. They had you know time travel, and you saw you know your your uh, Cassie Cage you know interacting with young Sonya Blade, and uh, yeah, a young uh, what was it? Young Kano being like a little asshole, and old Kano being like this guy's a dick, and doing the same with Johnny Cage, like looking back on his younger self. It was just fun. It was fun, dumb time. Raiden's evil. Got to got to navigate that. And so yeah, I don't know. I haven't been keeping track of the story. I didn't finish it because I was tr- waiting for uh, some other people to come and watch because they watched with me for most of it, and then it just never happened. Um, but I'm very curious. They seem to be shaking things up with that story. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. really looking forward to it. I am not heavily invested in it, but I think that's the perfect way to be. Like. This is just dumb fun. Let's go in and see what the hell is happening. How have they reset themselves yet again? Um, but I also, yeah. but I don't think they're going to change from the way they've been approaching it. Tekken is the one I'm very curious about because that game's been in development for a while. They're getting there, uh, but Street Fighter has come out and I feel like changed some standards. And I wonder if Tekken comes out with a similar approach uh, to Tekken Seven. Well- if people are going to be all that happy with it, Tekken has already confirmed crossplay. Yes, uh, so that's good. Yes, 
Uh, and they've confirmed a couple other, like they've confirmed crossplay. They've confirmed a couple other things. So, you know, we'll see. I have high hopes. I think it's going to be cool. Um, I mean, they, I will they, say they got, they got a good game going. It's just like the the extra modes around it. Yeah, I will say watching you play Tekken and watching you play Street Fighter, I think you're better at Tekken. <laughs> I, I I understand the control scheme of Tekken a lot more than Street Fighter, um, for sure. That's I, I find that so interesting because I I have, I have the exact opposite issue. Interesting. I feel like a lot of Tekken's issues is like, uh, God damn, these characters have moves. Um, I think yeah, yeah. Which of these do I use? What's good? Why are there so many? I I think it's exciting because it means you can truly have like more so than Street Fighter. You can really have people play. They really make those characters their own. Um, mm-hmm. On the other hand, how the fuck do I defend against this guy? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you want to talk about a knowledge check? Jesus Christ, Tekken. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm. I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm enjoying trying out Street Fighter right now. I know we're doing these uh, fighting game streams, so I'm down to try out Strive. I'm down to try out Mortal Kombat. Um, we have a number of games. I, I have King of Fighters 15, but man, that, that game overwhelms me with like short hops and other uh, avenues of play. Um, yeah, if you want a technically complex game, KOF is... Ooh. I tried to go through their tutorial, and there's like, there's this, there's this, there's this, there's this. Ah, okay. Yep. Good luck. Have fun. Have fun. Um, yeah. All right. Well, so that's Street Fighter. Um, yep. I played Final Fantasy 16. I'll let you guys know uh, Final Fantasy 16. I'll be right back. Uh, that game is pretty cool. It, it it's. There have been a lot of people complaining that's not a Final Fantasy game, and Ninja, you might be able to elaborate on this. Do you know why? Uh, I think because it doesn't. They they say it. okay, so I'm not I'm not terribly far in the game, but I know enough about the game to know that it is a Final Fantasy game. People are saying that like it for one, well, it's not turn based, but two, you don't have a party, and then three, like there are a lack of like Final Fantasy esque dungeons, which is weird to me because I know there are dungeons related to the elements also they weren't really they were like barely dungeons in 10 and a lot of them right. well and just just like any other final fantasy game with element based crystals and dungeons like i mean i don't know well, people I, don't... I i think people are just upset that it's a it's mainly an action game and it's not party based all right well i guess all right. Um, yeah, because like I've been playing it, I'm like, oh, this totally seems like a Final Fantasy game mm-hmm. <laughs> to me, at least. Like, I, you know, granted, I'm not going too crazy with it, but right. Oh. All right. Well, <sighs> it's frustrating. The, the, it the, is. There's a, there's a lot of like strong discourse about this game. People really uh, feel like one way or the other about it, and it's 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 weird to me. Yeah, I don't. Uh, the, I don't know. I I think it's like I've been playing it, and I I've been fine with it. Like I think it's 
I think that the combat is well not as good as a Devil May Cry. Mm. It is it it's the best Final Fantasy combat since since ten. Like absolutely. Like it is the most I've enjoyed a Final Fantasy combat system since ten. Like it looks good, it plays good. I I think that the characters are genuinely I'm not likable is not the term because a lot of them kind of suck, but mm-hmm. they suck in a correct way. Right, that makes me okay right. with them. They suck in all the right ways. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've I've just been having a great time with it. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's like it's it's a fun game, and like earlier I mentioned that every time I sit down to play it, I end up playing Street Fighter instead. But like, I have enjoyed what I have played of sixteen. Yeah. Um, so I will say that, like, my one biggest complaint is that you can't like customize the button remapping. Um, there's only one. There's three controller layouts. Only one of them has dodge on circle, which I keep trying to hit because I've been playing Dark Souls and stuff, right? So dodge is, is by default bound to R1, and your melee is square. Uh, there's one controller layout that makes your melee R1 and your dodge circle, which is also not great. So I ended up just going into the accessibility features on the PS5 and swapping R1 in circle. <laughs> and now it is so much better to play. I just bothered to learn the control type, and I'm sure that once I go back to once I go back to it, I, I Dark Souls or Elden Ring, I'll be like, son of a bitch. Uh, mm-hmm. So, what's the dodge button in Devil May Cry? Circle. Is it also well, circle? It depends. So it depends on how you want to do it. If you're going, if you're trickster, then it's circle or R1, I believe. Okay. It's been a while since. Yeah, putting, I I don't know, putting dodge in R1 to me was a choice that I do not agree with. Yeah, so, all right, well. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that that's that's kind of it. I really like it so far. It's probably the, at least from the start, it is the probably the best Final Fantasy game since ten. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The, like the if you haven't, if you have a PS5 and you haven't played the demo, play the demo. Um, the like just what they do with the music. Like then the the prelude specifically, like you hear the hints of the prelude throughout the intro is like certain things are happening. And then when when there's a set piece that moves, suddenly the prelude kicks like into high gear or kicks into like this metal rendition of the prelude. It's so good. That sounds incredible. It is so. Yeah, it is. It is like it. it I don't know. I always cringe when people are like, it gave me goosebumps, but it, it legitimately gave me goosebumps when the prelude just like kicks in. Wow. Okay. Selling me. I mean, the, the, the demo and everything, like everything I've seen is already selling mm-hmm. me, but that helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it, it has been tempting me to, to... I had my card canceled uh, earlier last week, and so uh, I wasn't able... My, my pre-order for the PS5 and Final Fantasy 16 got canceled. So now uh-huh. I'm sitting here like, okay, well, I got everything sorted out. Do I want to drop this money? Um, 
God, Final Fantasy 16 is tempting. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm happy to hear hear y'all continue to to go through it. I, I I would I would definitely I would definitely say that it it's worth getting a PS5 for. Okay. And my in yeah. my opinion, at least. I think it's a console selling right now is a good time to get a PS5. There are a ton of good games. Yeah. True. There, there's a lot of really great games coming out. Like it, it it's it's a real easy time to recommend getting a PS5. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So although like the last for me, the last holdout on the Sony exclusives was Ratchet and Clank, and I think that got a PC release date. Uh it did. It's coming out in July, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So cheers. That I, I mean, this is coming to PC. It's just a matter of mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. it's coming to PC. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Well, yeah. It's a good the multiplayer game, game to play on PS5. Uh, a multiplayer game? Yeah. If I, if, I, if I were to play with friends, say, on a stream with my PS5. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good game to have a bunch of people sit around and watch and play. Like... Because it's it's cinematic, kind of like a movie, right? Oh, Final Fantasy sixteen, sure. Yeah, well, and I think it's got the same kind of like. I don't think it. I don't. I don't know yet if it's at that level, but like The Last of Us is a really good game to have people sit around and watch. Hmm. I, I would agree, but this man does not enjoy the last. I know, I, I, know, not I, know, enjoy I know, Aaron's not. Right. Yeah, 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 I'm weird. But like I think I, there there are certain games that are like very good to have people sit around and watch. Like God of War is another one. Um, Spider Man is probably another one. That's kind of uh, Sony's whole thing, right? It's making these yeah. first party, yeah. uh, single player titles that present like video game industry's closest thing to a movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't mm-hmm. mean that in a bad way. Like obviously the gameplay is like fantastic, but. Um, definitely something for your partner or parents or children to sit and watch. Maybe don't yeah, have your children sit and watch Last of Us, but you know. Yeah, I'm probably not Final Fantasy 16. They say fucking talk a lot, so. <laughs> they also okay. allude to rape. They, oh, yeah. They, good. Good. Some, some strong, strong, mature themes. Ooh, yeah. Right. So, hmm. Yeah, definitely uh, there, there's some shit that will trigger people in that game. Damn, mm-hmm. okay. To say the least. All right. So, um, all right. Um, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. So, I'm thinking about it. All right. Yeah. Uh, as for multiplayer, like, if we were to play it on a stream, obviously all the fighting game stuff. Yeah. You know, Street Fighter, Strat, but you have all that PC and yep. ball. But it would it would allow you to play more fighting games with me because. For stuff that isn't cross-play, like your Tekken 7s and your Street Fighter collections, that'd be nice. Right, sure. Um, and then on the other side, I don't know, I like Gran Turismo's multiplayer. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. all right. I, I'm yeah. unfortunately just not a not a sim racer person. Yeah, like, Neither, I'm at, and yet here we are. Yeah. I'm looking at my PS5, uh, Demon Souls. <laughs> you, you, could watch that. you could watch the most infuriating stream of your life. You know, I I honestly think watching Aaron and Bronson do co-op Souls games. I I, I'd watch a great time. I so I actually suggested that to. I don't know how you know this, Ninja. I'm not sure if you do or don't. But I suggested it. I was I was like I was kind of in the mood to play 
Dark Souls recently, like the original Dark Souls, because I never finished Dark Souls 1. Mm-hmm. Right? And I sent Aaron a message like, hey, how would you feel about doing a Dark Souls 1 LP? Yep. And so, I mean... And I didn't you know, respond, because just... I have complex thoughts about that. <laughs> sure, absolutely. I, I'm just saying, man, I think it'd be a lot of fun. I have it. <laughs> I had Avid, I'll stream to you on Discord, and we'll, uh... Hold on, did, um, I mean, you could, so you could use Parsec to pass the controller around, but, like, on, in that vein, um, the PS5 was supposed to launch with, like, this, this thing where you can get somebody to play a game with you, and, like, I'm stuck on this part, can you help me out? Mm -hmm. I don't know if that, like, made it in, I don't know if that made it into the console, but that would be a good way to pass the controller around every time you die or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if we can figure that out, I think... I think that would be fun. I would like to try and get through Dark Souls, but there will definitely be times where I will slam my head against a wall and we'll Been just there. Have to hand it over. Been there. So I think that might be fun. I don't know. I don't know, Bronson, how you're feeling about. Uh, I, yeah, I'd be down. I, I can install it right now and we can schedule some time to stream that. Sure. We just need to figure That's out how, how, to, how to make that all happen because it sounds like there's. Um, there's some technical uh, issues that we got to sort out. Yes. In the meantime, I could be point man for it, and you can watch me want to fucking hang myself. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what... You, you get to experience all of Dark Souls without being frustrated at Dark Souls. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, see, I, I guess my, my concern is I don't know how well that would go. I don't know... You can experience someone else's frustration. I guess. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah we'll see we'll talk about that um fair. if the people want it yeah sure um sound oh i told david i told david about it and he's like you should lp all of them oh god yes see, that's a commitment start with demon that's souls on the ps3 no not that no. far i would do i would do the ps5 one yeah but yeah but yes i would you know i would want to do all of them except sekiro I don't like Sekiro. <laughs> Sekiro is so good. It's so fun. Well, okay, Ninja, then you're playing Sekiro. We're, we're commenting when we I'm watch in. you play Sekiro. Let's see, let's see what we could, right now. <laughs> what, what, we, what, what we could do, I, I have an idea. Okay. What we could do is we could alternate games to make this easier without having to do Parsec or fuck around with shit. So, like, I'll start with Dark Souls 1. You can do Dark Souls 2. I'll do, I'll do 3. You'll do Bloodborne. Uh, and then that would put me on the hook for either Demon Souls remake, and then you would have Elden Ring. Oh, I, I oh, okay. Well, there's there's a problem here, and that is right. uh, I if we if if there's no handoff capability, we're stuck on a game for a while. We're mm -hmm, stuck on a few mm -hmm. games for a while. <laughs> oh, hang on. Real you should quick. be should be able to do it through Parsec. Yeah, yeah, we can figure that out. Uh, I just want to say in the kick chat, Loyal Legend finally hit gold. Hell yeah. Oh, hey, congrats. congrats dude. Hey. Nice. Nice job. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, we, so can, like, we can talk about this later. We can we can work this out. Trust me, I had the thought of doing this with the Final Fantasy games, too. Like, you can finally finish FF7, and then <laughs> I will pretend Final Fantasy VIII doesn't exist, and I'll, I'll play it. 
Clans yeah, there you go. Ninja, Ninja plays eight. We'll, we'll work together yeah. to work through all these uh, through all these uh, entries. Yeah. 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 Like, like you'll you'll finish seven. Ninja'll do eight. I'll do nine. Yeah. Yeah, there I, you been, go. I was thinking about playing playing ten myself uh, earlier this week. It it is on sale for fifteen bucks on Steam. Yeah, yeah, that is my favorite one. I think um, it's everybody's favorite. A lot of people's favorite. Oh no! But... Well, it's a lot. Of a lot favorite, of people really like it. Yeah, I was there's gonna say like six, I know a lot of people like nine, six, seven. seven. Some people out there put eight at number one. There's tactics. There's tactics. Tactics. Yep. As evident by your. Uh, Top ten ninja. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Mm. Um, yeah, that's an idea. We'll we'll talk about it more. We'll probably discuss it in the so, Discord a bit. So uh chat, uh let us know what you want us to play and suffer through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll 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 sort it out. I don't know. But yeah. yeah. So. so uh d- the real question of these Dark Souls games is like, do we do all the DLC too? If I can afford it. Oh God, man! Can you imagine? Like, I I remember how long it took me to beat the Orphan of Ghosts and Bloodborne. I I do not wish that upon myself again or anyone. <laughs> maybe maybe the, the, would... if we find a way to commit to doing these games, a DLC is asking a bit much. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it'd be cool. We'll we'll, we'll talk really about cool. it. We'll talk about it. Uh, we play anything else? Um, I started up Final Fantasy fourteen again. It's been that game. Yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen, love it. Yep, also, Dark Souls like one is downloaded. <laughs> okay, it's ready to go. Fantastic. That's what I'm saying. Um, chat kick. Let's see. I honest to be honest, I love watching Street Fighter six. Yeah. Well, don't worry. You're getting that mm-hmm. a lot. You are gonna get. You're getting that. that you're getting that every week until we get burnout. Yep. So. Uh. So yeah. There's that. Um. Emily, you've been gone. You've been away for a while. What have you been playing? Um. Let's see. I finished Ghostwire. Okay. Yeah. Great. Uh. I finished Psychonauts two. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Great game. Great game. Great game. One of the best games twenty twenty one. Absolutely. Fucking Tim Schafer is a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started playing uh, Remnant from the Ashes. A oh, days I ago. love that game. I love that game. Yeah, I am because I've been playing it with uh, my buddy who I played Diablo four with. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm already clanned up too. So nice. It's all nice. good. Um. And I'm having a little bit of fun with that one, so I might be playing that later today, depending well, on what sequel's coming out soon. Yeah, uh, July 25th. My buddy already pre-ordered it, so nice. We're we're excited on it. We're very awesome. excited for Remnant Two. Um, but yeah, and going on with the conversation about PS5 and now being the time to do it, I've been considering getting a PS5 since. I met Miles Morales at SummerCon. <laughs> nice. Because he was like, he's the biggest hype man for Marvel Spider-Man 2. Like, no joke. If you meet him at all, he is just like, get ready for Spider-Man 2. What you saw at the showcase was nothing Ooh. compared to what you're actually going to get 
fucking Yuri tapped into his dark side a little too hard with this one too. And I'm just like, nice. I need a PS5. Yeah. I need a PS5. I need Final Fantasy 16, and I need to pre-order a Marvel Spider-Man too. Uh, Done. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. All right. So yeah. That's fine. That's uh, That's it for me. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, and what'd you think? What'd you think of the top 100? You weren't here last week, so. <laughs> so, based on the top 100, yeah, it tracks with mm-hmm. all of our mm-hmm. friends and the people that we play games with and their tastes and all that. Yeah, number one tracks because we have a whole fucking channel for it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> A, a lot of um, a lot of this channel revolves around uh, Bronson and who MMOs knows, and, and so, World of Warcraft. Like, World of Warcraft yeah. makes all the sense in the yep. world. Mm-hmm. Has has anybody else looked at the list on on their channel yet? Do we know? Uh, I think Cartbill might have. Uh, but other than that, no. I know that uh, a murder of crows got it in their Discord, and that I I can give you some of that commentary. Uh, hold on. I'm sure. I'm sure it was great. Peek in. Let's read some of these private messages on these discords. <laughs> uh, I will say, while you're looking into that, I am a little bummed. There isn't a whole lot of love for the older games. Yeah. Like, oh, old yeah. Games. Oh. yeah. Well, I mean, there's a little bit, just not as much as I would have thought. Yeah, like I had Kid Chameleon <laughs> on my yes, list. Remember this. I had Kid Chameleon, which was one of the first games I ever played when I had a Sega Genesis in 1998. So. I, I hate to break it to you. What the hell, guys? I think there are a lot of people in these communities that are younger than we'd like to admit. Oh, that's true. Hold on. What do we call old? <laughs> What's the cutoff point for old? Well, I, th- I think that I'm probably one of the older people that put anything on this list. Mm. Um. Like, because if we're calling old, like PS2 or older, then you have Metal Gear 2, you have Mario and Luigi, Bowser Inside Story, yeah. Kingdom Hearts 2, uh, Metroid Prime, Halo 1, Mario Kart 64, Legend of Dragoon, mm-hmm. uh, Okami, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, Spiral 1, Metal Gear 3, uh, Vice City, God of War 2005, Mega Man X, uh, Persona 4 is kind of on the borderline. Yeah. Uh, Pod Racer, Tony Hawk Underground. Uh, I was surprised to see that on the list. The original Everyone else. Thug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have imagined at least one or two. Yeah. Because those two were like. Yep. That was good. That was shit, kind of re- but... kind of the reaction from everybody is like, really yeah, thug? like really? Huh. Okay. What the fuck? Uh, Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tetris, Doom, Street Fighter 2, Knights of the Republic, Resident Evil 4, Twilight Princess, Final Fantasy Tactics, Link to the Past, Final Fantasy 6, Final Fantasy 7, Chrono Trigger, Ocarina of Time, World of Warcraft. So, you know, that, that's a pretty good amount of stuff that was like pre-360. Emily, do you mean yeah. do you mean you were looking for some deep cuts? I was looking for a little bit of the deep cut. Kid Chameleon's yeah. kind of a deep cut. It is a deep cut, but you know it's not as deep as I thought it would be. It's on. No, I'm looking at my like Nintendo Switch Online Genesis games, and like right here, you, there's there. Kid Chameleon, they which just is released that. 
Which is like, weird to me. a couple months ago. I just never like, think of it. Like, I'm looking at the top one. Like, the thing about the top 100 is, like, yeah, it's it's all, you know, it, it's it's going to be stuff that's big most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the, you know, Rise especially Star's on the, my list. No. Um, yeah. Um, like, yeah, there's a couple of weird ones on here, like Urban Chaos Riot Response. Right. Yep. Which I had never uh, heard of. I'm like, what the fuck no is idea. this shit? Sure. Uh, <laughs> one of the, one of the yeah. 100 best games ever. Apparently. You know, and then you have Abbeyond. Although, um, although, shout out to all the folks that voted for Neopets. Yeah. For this, I'm just like... Sure. True heroes. You know what, right there. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so the the comments from the Discord are the, the palpable confusion at how an RPG maker game from 2004 got into the top 100. It was mm-hmm. me, smiley face. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, <laughs> Another person said most of mine didn't make the top hundred, but someone else also liked my top three. Um, my two favorite Pokemon games made the list: Platinum and Mystery Dungeon Explorers of the Sky. Nice, nice. Um, I just love how they looked at Legend of Dragoon and went, "Huh," and they move on literally because nobody knows that game. Nope. Um, that's I know that game. game. I I just I, I know think it's that fine. Game. I don't love it. Yeah. Uh, the combat system, I think, is what was really good about that game. Yeah. Mm. I mean, uh, you can buy it on your PS5 right now. <laughs> that's sure. it. And you know, I didn't mention earlier, but Final Fantasy VII made number five. It's so neat that a spinoff Final Fantasy VII Advent Children made it so high on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Look. So that was that. Uh, then we got comments from the video itself. Oh, we Hold got comments on. on the video. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got a lot mm-hmm. of comments on the video, actually. Weird. It, oh, was, it was one of our most popular YouTube videos. That yeah. We've huh. When I watched it, we were at like 35. Views? Yeah, we're up to 56. Okay. All right. Whoa. I mean, that's the thing. Uh, like when, you in- when you include other uh, communities. Yep. Uh, yeah, so traction, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, comment here is, uh, my number one mm-hmm. ended up being uh, the runner-up. I'm fine with this. A lot of my favorite games made on the top 100, and then all but one of my personal lists made on the top 100. Nice. Wow, crazy that Smash Bros. Melee was number 200. <laughs> it deserved to be lower, to be fair. Um, it so, was a good game. Look. Uh, people, people still play that. Yeah. But does it, yeah, okay, and they don't shower. Good for them. Okay, but that doesn't affect the list. That's true. <laughs> Just means I don't want to enter a tournament. <sighs> uh, seeing that Metal Gear Solid only had two points means I'm the only person that voted for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm guessing the guy who had Silent Hill 2. I'm guessing I'm the only person who had Silent Hill 2. Uh, um... This shit was clown shoes the moment Final Fantasy V was put down to Petter. Who who was like Oof. super on Final Fantasy V? It was Daniel. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> five is good. It's just not as good as the rest of the the games. The job system in five was phenomenal. I loved that game's job system. Oh. Alright. Alright. Uh, so um yeah that was that okay uh all right well anyway 
everyone, please join our Discord. You are more than welcome. You can bug us to play fighting games with us. You can bug us to play other video games with us. It's really cool. You should hop in there. If you scroll down on the kick or on the or on the Twitch, you'll see a little thing in our about section that is our Discord. Mm-hmm. Click on that, and you'll be invited to a wonderful, wonderful land of entertainment. And uh, be so. sure to follow and sub on on Kick and Twitch. Uh, we would appreciate having you guys here. We want to make we want to ha- have fun with you. We want to have fun playing games and, mm-hmm. and talking trash and mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. So uh, Twitch Primes, yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, thank you all so much uh, for joining us. So Street Fighter this morning was a lot of fun, especially as we got more and more people in. Um, thank you to everyone who joined the club. Uh, be sure to join the Street Fighter Club. If you're looking to play Street Fighter with people, uh, we'll be playing at least twice a week. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, after, other than that, I think we have a show. The, the silence confirms. Okay. Yeah, I think, um, I think you're right. I think you're right. All right. Fantastic. Everyone have a fantastic Sunday. Have a fantastic rest of your week. We will see you soon. Happy 4th, America. See you.